Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning, London time, on Wednesday, the 22nd of June. Over in the United States, we'll be hearing from Fed Chair Powell, who delivers the semi-annual testimony to Congress. Powell, whose approach to policy is more the bumbling of former Fed Chair Burns than the shock and control of former Fed Chair Volcker, will be speaking for the first time since the Fed's policy errors of focusing on consumer price inflation and tearing up any credibility of forward guidance. It may be worthwhile distinguishing the testimony, which represents the collective views of the Federal Reserve, and the question and answer session, which might, though doesn't have to, represent the views of the Fed chair personally. It's worth noting that tackling inflation does not require higher unemployment to lower wages, because wages are really not behind this inflation story. Tackling inflation requires demand moderation to weaken profits and pricing power, which are behind this inflation story. There are two questions around the Fed Chair's remarks today. The first is just how much weight the Fed is now putting on headline consumer price inflation and the rationale for adopting so volatile an indicator over which they have so little control. The second is why any investor should believe anything the Fed chair says. Markets, meanwhile, have been once again impersonating an overexcited puppy, running back and forth between pessimism over growth and pessimism over inflation. Today, it's pessimism over growth. Alongside the natural slowing of demand that is associated with the ending of the post-pandemic boom, there is more evidence that higher prices are curbing consumer spending or changing consumer spending patterns. The pricing mechanism works. Who knew? One of the critical aspects of the recession risk today is job security. Remember, real wage growth is absolutely terrible in the US and elsewhere. People do not appear to have that much pay bargaining power, and falling real wages would normally limit demand. However, because unemployment rates are generally low, people feel secure in their jobs. That means that they are prepared to cut their savings rate if they're higher income or increase borrowing if they're lower income. That then reduces savings and increases dissavings, which supports demand. If job security fades, then demand is likely to drop more suddenly and a period of significantly below trend growth will result. The United Kingdom is to give a full range of price measures. Retail prices, which are so bad a set of numbers the Office of National Statistics refuses to say the data is reliable, assorted consumer price numbers and producer price numbers. The problem with the UK's price data is that the pattern of pricing is subject to very localised influences, and there's a limited read-through to the rest of the world, therefore. The way UK electricity and gas prices are charged to the consumer, the different cycles of Covid restrictions, and the implications of the interminably tedious EU-UK divorce are all factors which make the profile of UK inflation different. The general expectation is that inflation will hover around current levels in today's data, perhaps falling slightly on the core measures, before rising again later this year on utility bill changes. It is worth noting that there are parts of the UK economy in or close to deflation, and that's the case with many other countries, generally in sectors where demand has been weakening. 
The European Central Bank holds a non-monetary policy meeting today. They've just held a non-emergency emergency meeting, so there's likely to be little interest in today's inter- meeting. It does seem generally fairly dull. There is consumer confidence data from the euro area as well, but what consumers say and what consumers do are not the same thing at all. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.